The light, the light of Christ has come into the world. All men must be born again to see the kingdom of God. The water and the spirit bring new life in God's love. These are some of the lyrics from the song, The Light of Christ. This past Thursday, the students at Holy Redeemer School had their annual Christmas concert. And this was the song that began the concert, The Light of Christ. Uh, the, the, the Holy Redeemer School, the HRS alumni, they return every year to sing this song. And they, they do a wonderful job. All the lights are shut off in the school auditorium, and students are holding blue candles. And as, as the song comes to a close, the, the students form a blue cross, uh, the school color for Holy Redeemer School, as they're singing this song, The Light of Christ. And so as I was listening to this on Thursday evening at uh, the, the Christmas concert, yeah, I, w- I began to think about the gospel for this weekend. In today's gospel, John tells us, a man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. John the Baptist in the Gospels, he's the hinge between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Uh, he comes to foreshadow, uh, to, to, um, as the forerunner for Jesus. It's been a time of darkness in the Old Testament, a time of waiting, a time of silence, and it's soon going to come to an end. Just as John the Baptist's ministry is coming to an end uh, very soon here. Today, darkness begins to fade away. Today, as we begin, as we celebrate Gaudete Sunday, it's the halfway point of Advent. And I think it's beautiful. Later on this week, on Thursday, uh, we celebrate the winter solstice, December 21st. Uh, December 21st, the winter solstice. That is the shortest day of the whole year. It's when there, it's the day with the most darkness. And why is that? Well, there's a scientific reasoning, but I'll give you a theological reasoning. The reason uh, the winter solstice is the longest day is because it falls right before Christmas. And so John the Baptist's ministry is coming to an end. And then as we celebrate Christmas, Jesus, who is the light of the world, enters into the world. And so the days get longer and we get more daylight because finally the light of Christ has been born. Uh, That's a theological reasoning. But then you look at the summer solstice, uh, June 21st. Why June? Well, it comes right before the feud. It comes uh, June 24th is John the Baptist's nativity. It's his birthday. And so as the days uh, get uh, longer, on June 21st is the longest day of the whole year. But then after that, John the Baptist is born. And so that's when his ministry begins. And the days get shorter after that because John the Baptist is not the light, but he's foreshadowing the light. He's the forerunner of Jesus. And so that it's, it's interesting as we celebrate the winter solstice. You can think about that. Uh, Um, John the Baptist's ministry is coming to an end, and the light of Christ is entering into the world. And so today is a day of hope. Although we're still in the midst of darkness, it's a day of hope. 
and joyfulness, which is why I'm wearing the uh, color rose. Darkness, the darkness and somberness of Advent, uh, it, it's, it's coming to an end. The penitential purple that we've worn all during Advent, it's, it's replaced today with the joyful, bright, and exuberant colors of rose. We've made it halfway through our Advent journey, and God is coming to free us from sin. And so today is a day of rejoicing. And we're reminded of the words of St. Paul today in the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, rejoice always. St. Paul instructs us to rejoice. And then he goes on and he says, Pray without ceasing. In all circumstances give thanks. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. He says, rejoice always. And then as we enter in the home stretch of the Advent season during this final week, uh, pray without ceasing. Now more than ever, we have to prepare our hearts uh, through prayer, uh, prepare our hearts to receive Jesus. Uh, do not quench the spirit, that spirit of joy. Joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit given in Galatians 5. And so you and I have been given a light. John the Baptist was the forerunner to Jesus, the light of the world. But we've been given a light at our baptism. Someone from our family held our baptismal candle, and the priest or deacon said, Receive the light of Christ. And it's like receiving a Christmas present on Christmas Day. What do we do with this gift? Where's the instructions? How do we use it? The priest and deacon gives those instructions to the parents and godparents after giving the family the light of Christ. He says, parents and godparents, this light is entrusted to you to be kept burning brightly. This child of yours has been enlightened by Christ. He or she is to walk always as a child of the light. May he or she keep the flame of faith alive in his or her heart. When the Lord comes, may he or she go out to meet him with all the saints in the heavenly kingdom. That's beautiful. You receive the light of Christ and your parents and godparents have received the instructions from the priest or deacon. But then the person being baptized also receives instructions. And where do we find these instructions? Well, if we were listening to our first reading from Isaiah, Isaiah gives us instructions on what to do once we've received the light of Christ. Uh, the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, release to the prisoners. Uh, what do these sound like? These sound like the spiritual and the corporal works of mercy. This is how we share the light of Christ with the rest of the world. It's fitting today after Mass, I have a baptism. And so Carter, he's going to be receiving these same instructions. He's going to be anointed. In baptism, there's two anointings, one before the pouring of water and one after the pouring of the water. Uh, anointed as priest, prophet, and king. This is how we share in the light of Christ. And so as we gather here at this Mass, uh, we're invited to share our light with the rest of the world. Uh, to, be, to be flames of faith in, in a darkened, in a somber world, to be a light of joy on this Gaudete Sunday. 
As we gather here at this Mass, the greatest miracle in the whole world occurs. Nothing more important is going to happen in your week or in the days leading up to Christmas than what's going to happen here on this altar. God is going to come down and take bread and wine. It's not going to be bread and wine anymore, but it's going to be the very body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. This is the most important thing you're going to be doing all week. And so as we gather here, we receive the King of love into our hearts and into our souls. And then we're sent out to share that light with everyone else. The light of Christ has come into the world. The light of God has come to us so that we might have salvation from the darkness of our sins. We walk into glory with Christ Jesus. The light of Christ has come into the world. The light of Christ has come into the world.